Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. The Metal Gear welcome range. to No Context. Um, <laughs> Actually, welcome to Breakfast. I'm Aaron. I'm the GM. I'm gonna murder all of you or something. Uh, <laughs> and I can't tell if Jeremy is laughing at my utterly hilarious joke or yeah, something that happened. I am <laughs> laughing at your joke. <laughs> you know, it's a little close to home for you because I have actually managed to kill your characters. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> So, with me today, we have Kat. Hi, I'm Kat. I am playing Ska, the Wood Elf Barbarian Cleric. And Auntie. Hi, I am Antitonic, and I am playing Cassie, the Naga Sorcerer. And Navarin. Hi, I'm Navarin. I'm playing Alistar Amran, the Half Elf uh, Bard. And... Jack. Hey everybody, I'm Jack, and I'm playing Ragnar Einherjer, the Dwarven Paladin of Conquest. And Jeremy? Hello, I'm Jeremy, I play Click Clack, the Kenku Rogue. And we're going, and new this week, Steph. Hi, I'm Steph, I play Wolfina Nightdale, the Wood Elf Cleric. Yay, more elves! More elves! Else. Yeah, gonna have to fight kind now. Of notice that this party is elf dominated now. Um, there's two and a half elves. Yes, but oh, both no. but both of the elves are wood elves, and that's amazing. Uh, so, elves, 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 elves. Yep. So last week, the group prepared for a tournament, having some heart to heart conversations and revelations, as well as some reminders about divine forces affecting them in the Silver Peaks, where they intend to compete for the boon of a powerful archfey dragon in that rules the city of Constructs. Um, some of the group decided to enter the tournament as a team, while others decided 
needed to chance the pre- preliminaries as solo fighters, hoping to game the system and get two boons, but also kind of to, um, I think, just have some individual flair, was the sense I got. Show um, off. Show off is the word you're looking yeah. for. <laughs> the first of our, our players to compete in the preliminaries, which are for solo fighter, is Clack Clack succeeded in his challenge, offering a fey doll to a young girl, successfully convincing her that the doll was alive. Um, after which she seemed to be returned to the material plane. Oops, turns out these are fey. Um, Yes, so generally speaking, this preliminary round is meant to test the breadth and variety of capabilities that at solo solo combatants have um, and prove that they are able to compete on their own. Um, But but we're going to rewind back a little bit before Click Clack's victory. Wolfina, you are also competing as a solo fighter. Um, and in this preliminary, that sort of is explained to you that it, there's, and the details of how the matches are determined, or the initial round is determined is explained to you. Um, there are four different contests, and the order and type of contest is determined by the draw of a card. You have seen a roguish dressed um, dressed in I believe armor Kenku flip up on stage and very very flamboyantly eager to pick the first card after which everyone else started picking their cards as well so I'm gonna ask you to draw from the deck you see on the screen there should be a little um, black card back thing okay So, what's your card? Seven of Hearts. Alright. So I believe, Jack, you pulled the Queen of Hearts, correct? King. King of Hearts. King of Hearts. Because so it's Ragnar. Would put, that would actually make us be going in the correct order. Click Clack has competed it as the Seven of Clubs. Wait, no. Yeah. Yes. Numbers are hard, guys. <laughs> um, so you do not know what your individual challenge would be, and you haven't been able to watch any of the participants that have gone before you, but the starting with the two of clubs, two of diamonds, then... Let's be very good at poker. Not anymore. Um... Two of diamonds, two spades. Going in the order that cards go suit-wise, and numerically, um, combatant after combatant has gone by, and that would make it to your turn, where you are led out into an arena uh, by the dragon born apparently officiator of the tournament and 
lets me pull the things off the GM layer that are relevant for this tournament, this part of the tournament. <laughs> I need that on a t-shirt. Oh, it's gone. Sorry. Sorry. Little 20. Good for some things. Annoying at everything else. Yeah. No, I did that on purpose because I lost something behind the map. So I put the map on the GM layer. Then I lost it again. Um... So, I think you should be able to see everything now. It's a thing in a cage. Hmm. Yep. So, as you walk out, you, you are handed a piece of paper explaining your task. Um, and will also be read aloud. Um, you had hearts, so... We'll just show this to everyone. Um, and the woman gestures, place this triceratops on the orange crystal. And you see on this, um, on this layout, um, within the cage, there is a large, you vaguely recognize dinosaur beast with horns and I think frills. I don't know my dinosaurs all that well. Um, that is, is currently in a cage. The cage seems to have a latch that isn't openable from the inside, but it's very easy for if you wish to open it from the outside. Across the stadium, there is this flat orange crystal, um, seemingly the location you're supposed to get this large creature to. Um, the center has a 50-foot pole. Around the arena, there are small, about five-foot um, podium um, as well as a 50-foot exterior wall. And you can see people all around uh, viewing the tournament. Woo! Triceratops! <sighs> um, and apparently the players can no longer see the crystal. So give the GM a second to fix that. Crystal's back. Mm -hmm. Yay. Yeah, the crystal is there. Uh, the announcer leaves you with this challenge. To approach in any way you'd like with the tools at your disposal. I turn to Scar and say, one gold on the beast. <laughs> okay. I'll take the bet. Fool. <laughs> what? <laughs> Probably. Um, 
Okay, so the first thing that I'm going to do is Yeah, the first thing that I will do is use a fourth level, one of my two fourth level spells, and be totally up front and cast divination. Okay. Yes. Um, so you put up your offering and beginning to cast as your divination spell, calling upon your, your god for a solution. Yeah. Um, so what question do you ask? What I ask is, um, okay, let me word this correctly. What I ask is, does the Triceratops belong in this plane? All right. Triceratops, that's actually a fairly easy one. Um. So, for those of you watching, this cleric sits down to concentrate on casting a divination spell. Um, And while you do not hear the answer, what you and Wolfina also see is the moon uh, breaking through the limited amounts of clouds that wisp around this mountaintop. It's the middle of the day, but the first moon looms large, almost out of place, though entirely where it would be now that you think about it. Um, relying upon the, the oddness of time within the Feywild to come to the assistance of one of her followers. Rep, you hear the chiming voice that you've come to associate with responses is from your moon. Um, what is here is here. What, it is not from here, but it was brought here to be transformed in, into what this place calls home. The platform will bring it to truly be of this plane. The platform. But, but it is not yet. It is a beast of your home. Okay. Got some protection, doesn't have any time for cryptic rhymes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's, That's interesting to know about. I'm going to walk over and examine the gem. Sure. Is it hot to the touch? Is it just a, a stone, like it's a rock? It's slightly cool, but not not like unnaturally cold. It seems to be some form of crystal. It is largely flat, though you can see the crystalline structure to it. Um, 
Okay. Would I, if I push on it, does it move at all? Um, no, it doesn't seem to. Okay. If you just lightly push. And I have a negative one modifier, so that's probably, yeah. Weak. Well, this is going to be interesting. Let's see, what should I, I do? What I will do is move around towards mm -hmm. the side. Are yeah. these posts here that I could climb on or? Yeah, so they're about five foot stone cubes, but you can prob taking your time, you can easily stand on top of one. Okay, here's my question. If I stand like on or behind it, how tall is the creature in relation to me? Um, you're probably a, well, you're an elf, so you're fairly tall. You're probably a bit above eye level with it. It is a okay. quadrupedal, it's wider than it is tall. Okay, so what I'd like to do, and I don't know if this is going to work, I'd like to scramble onto the pillar, and then if I can take my, if I can take my short sword and I brought in, I'm going to say I brought in my component pouch and my short sword. Two things, I was allowed two things to bring in? Okay. You were allowed three, only two of which could be like foci or weapons. Okay. So component pouch, um, holy symbol, and short sword. I'm going to try and take the short sword from where I'm standing and like dislodge the door if I can. And then from behind it cast thaumaturgy and try and sound like a screaming t-rex or a roaring something to scare it to just run it okay forward. so i'm gonna say make me uh let's make it a sleight of hand check to open it sort of because you're not just like standing in front to open it you're doing it kind of at an angle right um, it's an easy enough latch, but you're trying to get it with a blade. 13. Yeah, easy enough. And we can, uh, you can also switch it so it doesn't always roll advantage out. Oh, okay, cool. In the little gear option, there should be a thing. Oh, good to know. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, you from behind that. it, thaumaturgy. Right. Like, yeah. immediately behind it. Okay, um... Just, I guess, make me an intimidation. Probably the most applicable skill to frightening a dinosaur. Animal handling? <laughs> I will allow animal handling. That's significantly better for me if you're okay with that. Twelve. Okay. What is the inside dinosaur. <laughs> uh, it's wisdom modifier. As soon as this happens, I'm here. I have um, Mask of the Wild. I can attempt to hide even when I'm only lightly obscured. Mm -hmm. So yeah. my hope is that because I'm above his eye level, 
I'm hiding. Okay. <laughs> um, I will allow that check to be made at disadvantage because you are on an open platform. But, but like in terms of action economy, it does get a chance to react to being scared. Sure. Though with a nine, I guess the Triceratops is not very insightful. Who the fuck? Um, this creature sort of rears its head and you hear this strange cawing mooing sound. Let's go with that. <laughs> As it takes off in uh, you open the hatch so this direction. Wait, that's the cage. You're roll 20. That's the door, right? Right there. Um, sorry, ping it again. Yes, that is. Okay. I just, I just need to take the cage off the dinosaur so I can move yep. the dinosaur. For okay. the record, at, at, at the making the dinosaur, the 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 dinosaur roar sound, click clack applauds very loudly because game recognized game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that Kenku from that you saw be the first is is loudly applauding in the audience. Well, most seem to still be watching to see how this goes. Oh, great! Yeah. Now Click Clack is going to be able to make that sound in the future. Uh huh. Yep. I love it. We now have two dinosaur roars: a sad dinosaur and the threatening dinosaur. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> now, anytime he's depressed, it's just going to be sad dino sounds all day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you can only make one variant, though. That's fine. You cannot change around the sounds you've had. So, I know. yeah, we'll start to move that way and just, like, start ramming the side of the stadium there trying to get away from the sound it heard of apparently an invisible T-Rex. Okay. So, because it heard the sound there, two, two things I want to do next. I don't know, Action Economy, how we do this. I want to be hiding, <laughs> if I can, even if it's a disadvantage, I want to try. And then yeah. I'm going to do thaumaturgy again, but like, a smaller snarling sound from here. Basically, I want to herd it towards Okay. Yep. Um. So, in terms of actions, hiding is technically an action as is thaumaturgy. Um. So there is a just for from a mechanics perspective. Um. There is a chance that the creature will start doing something else while you are hiding if you choose to hide first or while you are thaumaturging before you hide if you choose to thaumaturgy first. Because I'm thaumaturging first and then hiding. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, let, let me make it another animal handler. Uh, see if you can get this to herd. So here's the thing um, that I would like, and maybe oh. this is going to yep. go badly. I want 
to do my guidance cantrip on myself for my animal handling? Can I do that? <laughs> um, I believe that I, that's another act. Everyone's mocking me because I have a cleric that chain cast that spell. So yes, it's a great keep spell. in mind guidance is also an action, and we're technically going. You get to do something with Triceratops right. gets to do something. Okay, I'm I'm casting guidance on myself. Okay. Um, the Triceratops is going to try and make an attack against the wall in front of it. It hits the wall. Um, so yeah, it hits and sort of punctures into this stone wall. Um, technically doing a fair bit of damage, though the damage didn't show up um, for some reason. But it seems like sort of a magical force starts to knit the wall back together in front of it as soon as the wall has been damaged. Okay. So my next action is, yeah, thaumaturgy with my extra d4 from the guidance. All right. Try and from, like, the bottom corner. Yep. Push it towards. Roughly here or so. Yes. So I'm going to go ahead and do animal handling 21 plus, wait, sorry, I did that wrong. There we go. Plus one. Uh, so 20. Okay, 22. It actively cannot make that roll, but we're going to see if it gets a natural 20. Nope. Nope. Triceratops is not smarter than, not wiser than you. <laughs> Um, and thus, there's another sort of predatory growl-sniffing sound from its side, and, and it immediately is going to use its action to sort of turn its head, technically making an attack roll, um, just shattering this particular pillar here um, as it charges off in this direction, and as soon as its feet start to touch the crystal, it continues running. It doesn't seem to notice this, but you see sort of plant growth starting to form up the arms of this triceratops. Its horn starts glowing with purplish energy, um, and it, as it runs across the orange crystal, its entire form is subsumed into this magical manifestation of the Feywild and it, as it's sort of completely on here, it freezes. Um, then sparkling in what roll me an arcana if you want um, to identify what's going on. 21. Yeah. With a 21, um, Shattering apart into what you recognize as a teleportation um, effect of some sort, or dissipating potentially to wherever this fae that you just gave a fae to a ceratops is wanted. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. So, um, the announcer that again this dragonborn comes back out past 
you're free to watch the rest of the tournament from the stands. The preliminaries will continue. He'll have a nice day and congratulations. I will hop down okay. and dust myself off and make my way back to the stands. All right. Yeah. Easy enough to do. I'll applaud sarcastically. I applaud non-sarcastically. Does any gold exchange him? <laughs> I applaud politely. I um, didn't make a bet, so no. No, you Not didn't. My... Scott will actually, will actually look at Carsey. Wait, does that mean I won or lost? Won what? Thumbs up. Alright. So no, no gold goes anywhere. Okay. So, Ragnar. Uh, so, um, actually, uh, would you, Linfil, <laughs> I am very good at mispronouncing my player's character names. Um, are you going to be staying for the rest of the tournament or to watch the rest of the contestants or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you get your stuff, you head to the stands, um, and Ragnar, things draw on. You are one of the last people, uh, okay. having drawn the king. So Ragnar has been going through his, his inventory at this point, And I wrote this list down pr last week. So. He finally settles on his three things, which is his sunblade, his 50 feet of rope, and his bag of the shrinking mushrooms from the Underdark. Yes! Oh man, you do technically still have this. Those would count as a potion. Right, we'll let yeah. You know. It doesn't matter in this context, but... Right, yeah. Because because he's like, yeah, he was going back and forth on healing potion, shrinking shrooms, healing potion, shrinking shrooms. And he took like 10 minutes and then was like, I can do lay on hands. I'm taking the shrinking shrooms. <laughs> that is fair. Um, yeah. So eventually you are led out um, to by the person who reads off to you your test. Um, as well as handing you a piece of paper with the test on it. Uh -huh. Place the triceratops in the orange, orange crystal plate because two of you drew hearts. You have the same trial. Ragnar looks um, at the triceratops. Has he seen a dinosaur before? You've heard mention of them, but you have not seen one since you lost your memory. Okay. Well, I hope this thing likes fungus. And he's going to wander over and try and feed mushrooms to a triceratops. <laughs> okay. Uh, make me an animal handling. Okay. Here we go. 18. With an 18 and 
Aaron Googling the diet of a Triceratops. Technically, they're probably herbivores, maybe? Yes, they are they definitely herbivores. <laughs> Shut up. No one actually knows anything about dinosaurs. We just say that we might based on... I'm not going to say anything then, <laughs> because we totally know things about dinosaurs. <laughs> My point is that our information is based on skeletons, not observable dietary habits that would confirm whether or not mushrooms would be on a triceratops actual diet, or if it just ate low-to-the-ground grasses. Fair enough. I base all my information about dinosaurs on cloning technology. <laughs> Thank you, InGen. I was really no, no. shocked when you brought that up because I was like, well, that's that's applicable. Not zombies. Cloning <laughs> technology. Because apparently, don't you know we can make dinosaurs from amber? Welcome. It's scientifically proven. Feywild Park. Yeah. I mean, dinosaurs exist in the standard world, but yeah, you could totally go to a park in the Feywild with dinosaurs in it. Yes! Um, and for some reason, Dennis needs to but we don't know why. <laughs> but you could. So, I assume the dinosaur eats the mushrooms. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so with an 18, you just are, like, through the bars, shoving a few mushrooms over, sort of coaxing, and this large sort of snap jaw, um, like, snaps around them, but does actually eat them. Uh, did you actually have text for those, or did you No, just you just told me three bags of shrinking shrooms. <laughs> Okay, do you use all three bags or if they let me one? bring if they let me bring all three bags, I will feed this thing as yeah, many as it'll take. <laughs> okay. So how large is the Triceratops D and D beyond? Um I wanna say it's a huge huge. Right. So, Ragnar, as as this Triceratops finishes chewing on what you have offered. We're going to move the stupid. It shrinks a size. And it shrinks another size. Yes. And it shrinks another size. Yes. So technically, a small creature. I pick it up. <laughs> oh, it's a baby. Says <laughs> from the stands. Okay. Ragnar is very Ragnar tempted is to see because you just picked up a triceratops that is very confused. <laughs> What's my what? AC. My AC is 18. Okay. With an 18, uh, this triceratops tries to stomp at you <laughs> as you pick it up, just like flailing with its front paws. Um, Pause. That, that's totally what dinosaurs It's had. like carrying an unruly reptilian puppy at this point. <laughs> I mean, it's a very hefty reptile, but yeah, if you think about like Baby a lizard-shaped reptile puppy, yeah, sure, right. It right. probably weighs like forty, fifty pounds right now, tops. Yeah. <laughs> 
Ragnar, you now are holding a reptile puppy. <laughs> and I will just Christ carry Christ. it over to the crystal and set it down. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. I wanted to keep, keep it. it. It's probably not going to stay that size for very long. <laughs> Uh, no, the shrinking shrimps do not have any long-term effects. That's potentially making you sick if you eat more than your BMI can handle. If you go beyond being a tiny creature, you start throwing up. I found the thing where I had this listed. Nice. Uh, so yeah, it makes another desperate attack sort of trying to headbutt you, but it does not work. Um... And and you set down this triceratops, and and you see um, it start to go grow crystals from its sides, and glow a sort of orangish blue, orangish color with blue tinges around the edge. Its entire form is essentially now jutting out these crystalline structures, um, and. It does start to expand back to its true side is with these um, things things now embedded in its skeleton. Um, the announcer walks back out. Pass. You're free to remain for the remainder of the tournament if you so choose. Mm. Nah, I think I need a drink. And he will turn around, see if he can see any of his companions in the audience yeah, anywhere. Yeah, can find them in the audience pretty easily. I'm Mad. going to... He'll give him a thumbs up. Can I have... Can I have to uh, Jeremy, I... Yes, can I have tried to hide, and I want to try and sneak up on Ragnar. Okay. Um, <laughs> this will not be it's difficult. It's gonna be hard to sneak up on him until he exits the arena itself. That's fine. I will have hidden Okay, yeah, hi. Uh, yes, I'm sorry, I have to get the character sheet up here. Can you beat a three, Jeremy? I mean, this is I don't know, this is Jeremy. Even with an 11, I could conceivably do it somehow. You're fine. So, Ragnar, you, it takes you a while to actually find your allies looking at the stadium, but you do see them eventually. I was like, Sky is absolutely visible. You give him a thumbs up. <laughs> and he'll and sort of just mime at him and head out. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. I think he's trying to arrange a date night with you. Mm, no, I don't. I think he knows me better than that. He'd just drop his trousers. Of course he would. Mm. I believe he wants to go get a drink. Then why did he make a little trumpet? <laughs> it's a French horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> Maybe he is horny. <gasps> surprisingly valid question. Off we go. Wow. I go find Ragnar. Scar just mutters under her breath in giant, because she knows that none of you understand it. Final question. 
this is after we got drunk last night, right? Yep. Yep. Okay, yep. Cool. Yeah, so I'm going to go find Ragnar. Uh, yes. So Ragnar, you are headed through through the crowd. Um, and just as you pass a um, woman with sort of a star, or I think you'll have armor. Uh, Wolfina. Um, yes, I have armor. Okay. As yes. sort of some star pattern and sewn into her armor. Click clack, I believe you were sneaking up on someone. Yes, I'm trying to sneak up on Ragnar. You have. <laughs> so I get right up behind him and as loud as I can do the, the dinosaur roar. Yes. <laughs> the angry one. Okay. Of course. Ragnar. <laughs> Make me a wisdom saving throw because that's typically the anti frightened ability. 26. So you hear this loud sound directly behind you. Yeah, he whips around lightning fast and the sun blade stops probably half an inch away. From Click Clack's head. <laughs> so you see. Well uh, done there, lad! <laughs> Deactivate lightsaber, put it back on his belt. <laughs> well, I'm definitely in need of that drink now. Thirsty? And Ragnar's looking around to see if he recognizes anybody else even remotely in the same proximity. Um, I mean, you start heading back and you start heading towards where you were heading and you encounter Alistar pretty quickly. Okay. I came as quick as I could. What's going on? We're gonna go get a drink. Oh, okay. Right. That, that's fine, too. That's, I'm, not, I'm not disappointed. That's, that's fine, too. Inside check. <laughs> Eleven. What is he on about? Um, accidental deception check? <laughs> oh. Deception for persuasion, or just communicate what you feel like would be appropriate for that check. Seventeen. Um, <laughs> he's, he's not disappointed. He wasn't, he desperately wasn't hoping for some sex. That's, okay. that's not a thing he was interested in. He didn't think Ragnar was horny and was like, no, it didn't happen. Good to know. Good to know. Oh, man. Well, Fina, you are seeing all of this unfold right in front of you. Uh, I look up the Wolfina <laughs> and look at Ragnar's I like... <laughs> Wait, are you, are you making those gestures at Wolfina or at Ragnar? At Ragnar pointing up Wolfina, pointing. What about her? I'll use I'll use thaumaturgy to make a very quiet, almost whisper version of the same sound. Okay. <laughs> oh, is that where you learned that? Sorry, miss. You got to be careful about this one. He uh, 
He copies everything he hears. He's a very good mimic. Shrug. Oh, hey, he's got what a gift the... for it. Hello, yes. You. Uh, what was the thing with the moon? Did I see the moon? Sorry. Uh, from a yeah. GM perspective, you had the opportunity to. Whether or not you yeah. take that information is it, something. It, I mean, I haven't left the arena properly yet, so I'm yeah for, for the moment. Um, what was what's with the what? Did, huh, why did the moon? Why did the moon what? Yeah, that. And this is when Scar walks up. It like gestures wildly with hands. <laughs> I do... Is the moon still apparent? Sideways. Uh, and it's like arc. looking up in the sky, you can still see where the moon was. It just it was very noticeable for a moment during the spell. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because Ragnar was inside during that point, so. Yeah. Yep. Are we going for that drink? Clack Clack turns so his back is to Bard and and new person, and is like, points. <laughs> walk, 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 walk. You want that to come along? Ragnar, Ragnar. You should you should ask her the question that you ask everyone we run into these days. Oh, hey, uh, Miss, are you uh, familiar with the half ascended? Because mm -hmm. like that, like the whole that that looks like a like a the moon decent. I don't know if this is relevant. But I like, have no I idea what you're talking about about the moon. Have you been drinking again, Alistair? Hmm? Of course, I've been. When do, when do I stop? Well, what I'm getting at is, yeah. are you after hallucinating again? I don't think so. Turns to Kelsey. What do the eight of you think? <laughs> Which is even funnier because Kelsey didn't follow. <laughs> <laughs> but in my head. <laughs> learning this, this pantheon is what he's talking about and to do with the first moon. I mean, Ragnar, you're familiar with the moons. Right. Obviously. All right. Uh, miss, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Ragnar ain't here. Uh, anywho. Uh, apparently my friend here thinks you did something to the moon. Is that true? In that sort of very leading, please say no so we can be done with this kind of way. <laughs> I did not. Click, click, is, click, click. Is keeps repeating a word in undercommon because it's the only language he knows this word <laughs> in. Like, which, which word is it? Useful. Um, okay. <laughs> um, and I, I know I, it was not I I did nothing. Cluck Cluck seems to think she's useful though. Ah. Standing there awkwardly, like looking as people are talking about me, whether I'm going to be useful. Or yeah, not. you've kind of been surrounded by <laughs> Elf and Kinku right. that you have, you know, was a competitor and others. Scott is going to look at you. Hi. What's your name? 
and you or at least are talking to me, so I mm-hmm. focus my attention on you instead of talking about me. Um, and I make a slight bow and um, extend a hand. And uh, my name is Wolfina Nightdale. May the blessings of the goddess be upon you. Oh. A holy woman. Scott, is. We'll, we'll reach a, we'll reach her hand out to shake your hand. They call uh, me Scott. And then she'll point to the scar on her face for obvious reasons. Alistair leans in. I've never managed to get her to tell me. Hi, Alistair Amaret. <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, and just for the benefit of our new player, why don't you actually describe how your characters look? Cat. Uh, oh, man. Okay. It's been a while Sorry. since I've had to describe her. No, that's fine. Um, Scott is quite tall. She's like five foot nine. Um, her eyes are like a really dark green. Uh, she has really tan skin that seems to get darker if she's in the sun. Um, oh, we seem to have lost Navarin. Um, she has really long brown hair um, that's parted uh, on the left-hand side that shows off the scar on her left cheek. Um, and I think now she's wearing... Yeah, she's got a cloak of elven kind on now uh, over her outfit. Um, I think that's everything. And she's not wearing armor. She's just wearing, like, normal clothing. Um, Alistar's not here, but he's wearing shiny armor and he's half-elven and he can do the full thing if he gets back. Uh, Jack? Uh, so Ragnar is very weathered. Um, he's, he's definitely spent a lot of time out in the elements, uh, just from, just from his, his appearance and his general dishevelment. Um, his, he's got green eyes, about average height for a dwarf. Um, he's, he's built very broadly and, uh, brown hair fair skin um but heavy on the sunburn and yeah he's 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 about he's a little over four feet tall um and doesn't always seem super not not that he's unaware of what's happening around him it's that he's got just a very singular focus he's he focuses on one thing at a time and like peripheral vision not really a deal uh, yep. And, uh, Jeremy. Yep. Uh, uh so, Black Black is a Kenku, so raven-type uh, anthropomorphal humanoid. Um, I believe, I can't remember height and weight, but, but I believe fairly short for a bird per, for a Kenku. Uh, just a little bit under five feet. Um, Dressed in what can only be described as underdark swashbuckler chic. (laughs) (laughs) So so basically the D&D version of the upscale end of Hot Topic is what you're saying. Right. Yeah, (laughs) sort of. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that, that is fair to say. Um... Uh, uh, 
looks very if at at, if, at all familiar with Kenku as a race. He he had he looks and acts very young for a Kenku. Yeah, this is probably the first time you've actually met a Kenku in person, given what we've established of your background. Um, Ka- has Kasi moved over? Are there still any matches, or have they wrapped up at this point? Um, they're going through the last few, uh, probably in the aces by this point. Yep, so he's still watching those. Oh, yeah. So the the Naga is not here yet. Um, sorry. Uh, Scott was it. introducing herself, and then I tangented things. <laughs> but uh, Rag- okay. Rag- Ragnar will look Wolfina up and down a little bit. So, uh, holy woman, is it? In a manner of speaking. Um, and I, I mentioned that Wolfina is a wood elf, uh, very long, dark hair, and has what looks like, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, white henna mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. but sort of like the white tattoos. As it looks like freckles at first, but then if you notice, some of them are connected by lines, not all of them, but, you know, kind of a, a scattering. And um, it's, it's probably not difficult to figure out that it's probably a reference to constellations. Um, has is wearing chainmail with weird little bits and pieces attached to it, um, and a holy symbol um, that basically it's a, a pearl set in kind of a stylized moon type shape, a weird looking shield, long boots and leather, and kind of just lots of little bits and pieces of metal, mixed metals angles and and things like that um a prominent component pouch probably fairly obvious um, given that she was drawing several things out of it during the course and a short sword can ragnar try and id any of those constellations um you you can given your background you can make me knowledge water vehicles Um, okay 16 uh, you recognize some of them, though you're not entirely sure of their significance, other than, like, if on a person's body, you can't really be like, okay, that's the one you go towards if you're going northwest-ish. Right. But, yeah, you're not necessarily familiar with the symbology of them, but you do recognize them as constellations you would be familiar with from the material plane. Okay. Good clack, raise his hand. Hi, lad. Which one? Which one what? Uh, uh... Oh, I think he's asking which god? Oh, yeah. The first moon, Rayla. Um, any of you who would like aside from the actual cleric of Rella who doesn't need to make this roll can right. make a religion roll eight six I am the least educated of the paladins I mean given your deity that does make some sense yeah <laughs> it's like I vaguely know the third moon 
kind of. Yeah. Okay, so with an eight, a six, and an eight, um, <laughs> Scott, you know that the third moon is the one you follow, and you know that in general, when taught about the moons, like they're all pretty collaborative. It's sort of a everything has its season. Um, so right. people born into different moons also exist. They're not like, aside from some, depending on the teachings about the fourth moon. But yeah, you basically know that there are other moons. You would know as a hunter, there are actually five in the sky on the material plant and typically on other plants as well. Um, that, yeah. Because you don't actually remember that. You, can't, you just remembered and then forgot. Uh, right. Yep. Yeah. I, in terms of other things, um, um, Click, Clack, and Ragnar, you know, slightly more. You know that typically Rella is spring. She's the beginning of the year. Um, but. Click clack, you don't have much reason to know because you lived underground. Right, and this is significant. So I remember, uh, my my interest is in wings, not moons. I'm correct. Yeah, the like you may have encountered some information on them just because yeah. deities are in your sphere. I looked but, that shit up. Yeah, but, yeah, but in terms of deities that are potentially connected to your objectives. Some say the flames, most of the things you've encountered are about the wings, so you right. wouldn't necessarily be super interested. And to Ragnar, remind uh, me really quick, because I was really dumb, and I, when I wrote up my history, I did not put in the specific name of the one I was searching for, uh, the, or whose information I was specifically searching for. Isn't it Felite? I believe it be Felite and potentially also Ifdor that you're searching for information on. Yeah, yeah. And you definitely know both of those names in at least common and undercommon. Are in, yeah, have to do with, yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. First moon, is it? I'm a bit more fourth moon myself, but it's eh, pleasure to make your acquaintance. It's nice to see another elf around. There are few enough of us in this plane. Well. Ragnar looks around. Taking a taking a demographic evaluation of the crowd. I mean, of the children of the plains, typical races, elves are the most populous in this plane, though not by much. Not that doesn't mean they're very populous. It just means that there just aren't that many dwarves, and there's certainly almost no naga or kanku around. Right. <clears throat> and you may have given that you noticed. The constellations were of um, material plane origin. Mm -hmm. You may have gathered that what she was referring to is elves that don't belong here. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Click clack takes a couple minutes, like he's trying to a couple seconds, like he's trying to figure out how to word how to word what he wants to say, as usual. It's a limited vocabulary, and then he just shrugs us like. What up, motherfucker? <laughs> uh, we well, need to teach you some new phrases. We're get, gonna... Uh, yeah. <clears throat> we're gonna go for a drink. You wanna come up with us? 
I think you're muted. I, I am. Sorry. <laughs> that would be lovely. Cool. Cool. So the last few of the tournament rounds finish up while this conversation is happening. And given one of you is still watching, I can now reveal all of the trials. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. In the last round, um, every single person who had an ace failed because I rolled poorly on my dice. Um, but the trial of clubs, which um, Click Clack had to do, involves a child from the material plane who seems to begin somewhat charmed um, sitting uh, by the central pillar. And the contestants are given the objective of convincing this person that a small doll they are given in toy essentially lives. Um, many struggle with this challenge. And you see a lot of brutish oaks trying to figure out the doll. Do I throw it? Do I stab the child? <laughs> like expecting a combat. Oh god, how many of these kids end up murdered? <laughs> I mean, None of them. They if you remember, dissipate. that was my plan. Yes, we know, Carsey. to dissipate when stabbed. Though, whether or not that actually means they're dead, they will. Um, and then there's the test of diamonds, which, which involves, which none of you had, which involves a statue. Um, placed upon one of those square pillars around. Um, and the contestants being instructed to outfit the statue. Many of them using rope or other items they brought to fashion clothing or jewelry for this otherwise nude statue. Um, some, again, a lot of people not being entirely sure how to not just punch it. Um, the Trial of Hearts, which two of your party did, involves taking a Triceratops to a crystal where the Triceratops becomes a Faceratops. Um, and the Trial of Spades, which again, none of you got. Um, this one seems to be the most complex. There's a ford, when that one is in play, there's a forge placed on one of the pillars with a small orb on it. Um, the orb is heated by this forge and seems to be somewhat magical to retain the heat. Um, and contestants are asked to bring the orb to the top of the central 50-foot pillar. Some just grab it and climb up, raging, some... Um, catapulted or think of other creative ways to approach the problem. Definitely the most physical of the tasks. And yeah, you watch one after another people get in there and all the people who drew Ace just being very confused and put out and like, well, fuck it. As none of them actually managed to successfully do it. Um, one falling unconscious out of the fiery orb that they are carrying. Yeah. So, Carsey, you eventually loop up with the rest of the group, and I assume you all head back to that inn you've gone to a few times. Or, tavern. 
Yep. Indeed. Cool. So. Uh, sorry, but who is this? The, the, the woman with who did the. Sorry, I've forgotten your name. Click clack, click clack, just. Does the exact intro as it was given. <laughs> same yes. tone, same voice. The tape same record tone plays. And <laughs> like you said it. Yeah, it's actually like the first time you hear this of your own voice, it's actually a little disconcerting. Yep. Very disconcerting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You get used to it. Alright. Alright. So, as an announcement, as a side announcement, it seems like we will not have Navarin for the rest of this episode because internet, internet, internet. technology. Yeah. So we're going to go to a quick break. I know it's a little early, but we need to give the GM an opportunity to, or not GM. I'm the GM. You're the GM. <laughs> this is true. You're the one running the stream and you're going to get an opportunity to mech with mess with stuff all right sounds good we will see you all in a little bit and we're back while i adjust some more things welcome back we don't have navarin though we may have a funny picture of navarin if jack managed to get that to work we don't know We do have Navarin's voice, though. Yes, I'm coming to you from beyond the grave. Wait, no, <laughs> hang on, wrong one. No, uh, uh, I'm, on a, I'm, on a, I'm on a mobile phone. That'll be fine. Yeah. Not dead. Yeah. There we go. We have we have a Not hilarious picture dead, of Navarin. Yeah, it's this iteration. We managed to get some necromancy to work. Don't worry about it. The pack definitely no for a few thousand years we, we just made a pact with the meteor that was running for president it's fine oh. <laughs> all hail oh. the glow cloud that too yes all hail <laughs> okay so so I frustrate everyone with my political commentary um we it's not the, the group- commentary it's the reminder <laughs> <laughs> Look, joke candidates are not a America unique thing. No, Lord we Buck- have Lord Buckethead. Lord Buck- Buckethead. And you guys, fu- you guys fucking loved him. <laughs> we do love Buckethead. He's the best. We assume it's a he. All right. So, um, the group with its new cleric in tow, at least for the promise of drinks. Inks is headed to the um, headed to the bar that you have been to before. To briefly reiterate, again, because we keep having new people, um, the city itself is staffed primarily by construct. Uh, there's people wandering around. The city closes at dusk every day. Um, the next part of the tournament will be tomorrow for um, both Groups and those of you who may choose to continue on in the as solo acts competing in the actual non-preliminary tournament. Um, but for now, we're headed to the bar. And if Navarin would like to give a physical description of Alistar, 
Yes. Alistar is uh, roughly early 20s, you know, sort of 22, 23. Um, he is uh, a sort of dirty blonde uh, elf with an undercut and a ponytail. Um, and he's, what is it, like, what was it, 5'5", five, five, I think we established him being? He's fairly short for a half-elf. Um, like, very pretty. Yes, like, like, the prettiest, most effeminate-looking half-elf. Like, more than... So you would think some... Like, you'd look at him and be like, that's definitely an elf. But no, he's te- he's technically half-human. Um, Which half? That's mm-hmm. the, the, the left half. <laughs> <laughs> um... And he's wearing uh, a, a, well, <laughs> what looks like a very finely made set of leather armor and an extremely fine hat with a large ostentatious feather stuck in it from some sort of vague peacock-like creature that lives in this world. I'm not sure what yet, but neither is he, so that's okay. <laughs> uh, he also has various instruments like secured about his person. Cool. And a glint in his eye. <laughs> and a swagger in his step. And mm. slightly disappointment, because apparently Ragnar is not actually interested in dating sexing. Yeah, he has already forgotten that, though, which is the issue. He's already moved on to the next thing, which is drinks. <laughs> yep. And you get to the bar. Ragnar and Clickplack, I assume you're ordering the things you've ordered in the past. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Is 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 Clickplack ordering the quantity that he has ordered in the past? Absolutely. Okay. Fantastic. Clickplack, you get a large number of these. I think we said they were pinkish. Yes. Um sweet girly drinks essentially um Ragnar you get a uh and Karsi this is the first time or are you going to try and interrupt Ragnar's order again no I'm good he seems to have caught on so yeah takes him a while Uh, but he does eventually usually usually uh and Ragnar you get the alcoholic version of the very alcoholic drink not the, don't trust me, he's actually a lightweight version of the very alcoholic drink. Um, you also potentially get some popcorn. I think that was on Clip Clack's order last time. I believe so. Well, it yeah. was a drink that eventually turned into popcorn, I thought, right? Yes, and then Clip Clack <laughs> ordered another of everything, and the poor barkeep was just like, we don't have popcorn uh, we don't have popcorn goblets, but we have popcorn, so here's some popcorn bowls. Sounds about right. Yeah. Fortunately, they're constructs. They don't actually care. Scott is not drinking. Okay. And Kalsi is drinking something, again, poisonous. Yeah. Constructs don't actually care is my They Might Be Giants cover band. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lufina, are you interested in ordering something? Uh, yes. 
a small glass of something um, highly alcoholic, a whiskey or something. Yeah. Yeah, they have a large list of things, and you can easily, being experienced enough with the failed, fail well, narrow down exactly what you I assume them. I have a favorite, and it's something small enough that I have no intention of getting drunk, but I, I do want the yeah. taste. Yeah. Oops. And all of your drinks are brought out. So, for those who haven't met, this is Wolfina. She's local, I assume? At least temporarily? Temporarily, uh, you know how time is here. No, I don't actually. We've been here for about four days, I think. <laughs> well, that depends. That's what they tell me, and nobody will be more specific than that. Mm-hmm. Well, as your teammate specifies with his hand. <laughs> yes, hand waving up and down like like like, like sound waves. <laughs> um, for me, it's been a one-way trip, and it's been about. And she kind of she's thinking it's been about. Twelve years? Whoa. Shite. You don't say. The question is how much time it's been over there. Yeah, I don't want to be here for twelve years. Well, Well, but I think what she's saying is she's been here for twelve years, but it might only be a few weeks when she gets home. Or it could be a few hundred years. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. For those of you that remember the plot, that's why you're collecting bones. Yep. Yeah. I was going to say, that's why I'm here. I assume since you're clearly not from this plane that you may be after the same thing I am. Uh, Assistance from a fairly powerful entity and getting home around when and where we need to. Getting the fuck out of here. Yes. Yes. That's, yes. Yep. Why would you ever want to leave such a paradise? A paradise? Well, to each their own, Carsey. <laughs> look very specifically at Carsey. <laughs> Have you only been in the city? Actually, they kick us out every night. <laughs> they kick you out of the city every night. Yeah, uh, you would know this. The city closes at night. Only the constructs are allowed to remain in at night. Oh, so presumably since there's lots of non-constructs, there's basically a shanty town outside the gates. Yeah, there's 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 various places people set up camp. Other people use extra-dimensional pockets, or um, there's some housing. Uh, but yeah, the city proper, the fae who run it, no one's allowed in at night. Dust. The city's open dawn till dusk and not any later. Okay. All the interesting well, nightlife happens outside. Some, 
Well, I was going to say, if you spent some evenings outside the city, then I assume you realize that this is most definitely not a paradise. Well, it's a bit squiffy at the best of times, that's for sure. That's one way of putting it. <coughs> In any case, your best bet is to be as careful as you possibly to annoy and gather as little ire from others around you as you possibly can. <laughs> Glances around the table. Guys, pointedly stares at Alistar. Not really a strong suit, but... You're, we, I take your point. You mm. look like the type that would not, frankly, survive here all that long, but who may, may not need to, if I make my meaning clear. Yeah, I don't know about the rest of us, but I don't plan on staying here longer than I have to. Precisely. So if this place is so abhorrent to you, pray tell what wonders of your home. What wonders of my home? Yes, if you if you so wish to get back there. What makes that place so much better? She kind of just looks at you incredulously. Why do you want to go back? I don't think Cassie does. anything about back. Hmm? You said anything about back? This is my home. Why do you compete then? Same as any other. To earn a boon. I find it would be much easier with the tame, so here we are. <gasps> That's us! But the boon you seek is not the same as what they seek. We shall see. Now, to be sure, I did not say it is abhorrent, per se, but are you from this plane? I am. Were you stolen from it as a child? Would you not wish to return? If I was, that is beyond my memory. But if you were, would you not wish to return? If I did not remember it, would I not know about it? Turns to Scar. I have no idea what anyone is saying right now. Yeah, no worries. I want to go home because it is home. So, uh, That is your choice. Where were you from originally, then? Good question. Ah... So if you were to leave, where would you go? To look. That's as good a place to start as any, I suppose. The Nightdales were... not bound by a single location. Yeah, neither were they my were brother traveling. and me. <laughs> you understand, then, that the <clears throat> travel. We would as soon as as soon as Ragnar mentions his brother, you can see Scott like visibly like draw back a little. We would uh, 
find a place to rest every now and again, but uh, for the most part it was constant travel. And there is nothing wrong with that. Oh, <laughs> I should say not. <laughs> whatever remains of what family I had is there, and I am here. Hey, so you want to get back to him? You see. Very much so. I have spent over a decade winning what favors I could and amassing what I could. And I had planned to wait some time before asking you, but since we are having this conversation now, I will state it plainly. If you have any way of helping me, I have amassed a small amount of gold from others who were trapped here. They thought it had no use to them here. But I that once I returned, or if I found other travelers from the other plane, they might be inclined towards it. And I will give a large portion of it to you if you help me out of here. I do not know that I can complete other trials of this nature on my own. I am not a combatant. That is not my calling. Well... Okay. As I understand... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Aaron. Just so everyone's working with the same information to establish, anyone who's successfully competed the individual prelims can continue individually, or they can group up with the team. They would also be given the option to group up with the team if they failed the individual. Right. But you can only do one or the other. Yep. Right. Um... Though it is also important to note that your team got through the preliminaries um, at by being the champions and listing the father of wolves as your sponsor. Yes. Uh, so Ragnar will expl- right. Ragnar will explain. Well, for our situation, uh, Fey entity named the uh, father of wolves is the one who's. Uh, well, we're collecting the boons to uh, to give to them in order for them to be able to get us back to where we need to go. So if you want to come in on the group effort we've got going, that boon's going straight to him. We're competing as proxies under his auspices. Uh, and I'm fair certain we could incorporate you that way. Uh, alternatively, if you choose to go it alone, those are sort of that one's a little more up for grabs. But uh, either way, I'm perfectly willing to take you up on your offer. What do the rest of you say? I have no idea what anything you just said meant. So yes, Alistar's still batting a thousand. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You can you know honestly that... only help chances of the team, so I do not mind. Are there any rules prohibiting a certain size group? I should ask this. Um, a group can be three to five members. Please take the NPCs off the team. <laughs> <laughs> Ragnar, Ragnar will arrange for that. <laughs> okay. Scott will look at Ragnar. You know I stand with you, so. So as it stands currently, 
It's, uh... If you choose to join the, the group squadron, it'll be, uh, Carsey, Ska, you, and then, uh, <clears throat> Lorette and Sylvester here. His Aaron's like, God damn it! Or, <laughs> er, sorry, Alistar and Sylvester, not Lorette and Sylvester. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah I'm, I'm, team of five. I'm in, I'm on the team. I'm helping. You're a very helpful sure, lad. Yeah. May I ask, what are the ramifications of losing since you act as a proxy? Uh, somebody else gets the boon. There are no negative repercussions. Not that we've been made aware of. Given that the father of wolves was just like, go find boons if you want to get home. He's probably not... The only repercussion is probably you're gonna have to find a different boon because he can't use a boon he didn't receive. Yep. Okay. I'm just making sure I don't get myself in with a group who then gets me locked in a demiplane somewhere. No. Um, yeah. I've been nope. working ten years for this moment, so... You've got a um, lot riding on this. Oh my god, we have someone with practical thought. I mean, also, you know, uh, hmm. But. I'm very good at prohibiting that from happening. That is the best news I've heard all day. It is in this way that I first amassed the small sum of gold in the first place. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm also very good at prohibiting the whole. Oh, oh, oh. oh you mean you mean something different? There's oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> forgive him. He um. He doesn't know how to shut up. And she'll kind of lean for it. Is he a youngling trapped in an older body? I have seen that before. No, no, he's I'm, just a bard. I'm 22 and a half. Which half? I mean, for a half-elf, he's fairly young, but... I did travel once with a magician who was in his 20s, but appeared to be 10. Ah, see, I knew a magician who was kind of the other way, who was in his 20s but looked like he was about 70. Mm. Oh, and all of a sudden, everybody's camera's refreshed. Mm. Okay, so that was not just me. <laughs> I was gonna yeah, say, Skype just freaked out. Okay, we all did the is my internet dying, or...? <laughs> I'm glad to know it wasn't just one of us. All right. Moment of panic on everyone's face. Set up mine. Yeah, Navarin, you've had the same expression for, like, ten minutes now. Are you okay? <laughs> I mean, I'm if he would take off... 
if you would take off the first order trooper mask, then we could tell. <laughs> this is my normal face. I don't know what you're on about. Perfectly so, anyways. <sighs> well. Yeah, no, he's just a bard. He's, um... Well, eccentric isn't exactly the right word. Awesome. If you're really with bardic magic. So, for clarity, how Would much I of a sum are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, Steph has a question first, and then... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Aaron, did you hear that? Uh, uh, no, I did not. Oh, I'm sorry. I asked if I would be familiar with the idea of bardic magic. Oh, absolutely. Um, they're saying bard, and I'm like, what are they talking about? Yeah, you're familiar generally with the magic wielded and properties okay. of the various cool. standard classes, I guess. So they say bard, and I get the picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That works. Speaking of magic, what was the sorcerer saying? So, for clarity's sake, how much of a sum are you talking? Well, if I'm working with you, a sum is not necessary entirely, since I will be helping you, correct? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Maybe. Since I, I would but one of all the others. Now, if I had failed my original trial, which I was concerned may be a thing, that may be a concern where I could leverage. But as I see it now, yeah. payment provided by services tools. rendered is what you're saying. Hmm. If I disclose my, my amount and then have to then extend it to aid you, and what's more, expend and wear down myself in what may be a fruitless waste of my time, why not wait until the end? See if you still think you need gold from me. And if that's the case, then we could debate a fair price at the end. <clears throat> Magic expensive, guys. It's super expensive. The dead yeah. do not rise for a small fee. What's this about money? I'm very confused. What's going on? Where am I? Yes. Money. This is all about money. I have some. I can give you some if necessary, but I don't think it's going to be necessary because I'm awesome as fuck. Oh, I don't need money. I'll take his. <laughs> Click Clack gives a look that can only be expressed as I like this one. So that's a 12 on insight just to get a general sort of what I'm thinking about this, Wolfina. Um, so, Wolfina, you have the option of rolling insight. Or deception, persuasion, 
or just saying what you feel like a 12 would reveal? What are you trying to learn? Uh, just to get a general sort of sense of uh, if she's telling the truth, being open, just sort of a, a general mood, I guess. A general mood is desperation and panic. <clears throat> well, seeing as we're all she in the same... desperately wants to go. Well, seeing as we're all in the same boat of uh, needing to get out of these lands and back to ones we're more familiar with, hmm? I recommend we uh, adjourn for the day and be prepared to face our trials on the morrow. If you wish, you can remain here. I will show secure our lodgings. Uh, we're gonna there's there's gonna be a tournament alistar and you're uh you're participating in that remember lad oh what, what am i playing whatever the team needs you to okay you're sort of everybody's understudy uh, oh okay So I'll just play vocals, or I don't. I'm very confused. Well, you might be playing stab that motherfucker in the the neck, or you might be playing. Uh, I don't cast- know that one. I feel itself a little self-explanatory. Hang on, let me just strum, 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 strums a few bars. Stab that motherfucker. Yeah, I can oh do that. no! This is this is this is this is less of a musical production and more of a uh, more of a, a, a stage extravaganza. What for? Well, you know, technically, Ragnar, we actually don't know what it's going to be. It could be a musical. Actually, that's a very good point. Good clack. Who is now what? Probably. Three drinks in by this time. Oh, at least. <laughs> Decides now is the opportune moment to hop up on a table and proceed to 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 pantomime out the idea of of stabbing someone in the neck <laughs> with lots of flair and flourish and sound effects. I assume you have a fair amount of experience with how that works. Yes. So yes, I, and, and, and yes, all of the sounds of this such a battle. So I will remove myself from the table and I'll just say, please allow me remain here. I shall collect you when I'm ready. I will, I will even settle the tab for our drinks. Insight Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm also going to inside check that. So this that is one is a natural one. Okay. Yeah. I love like, it. So, click, click. You're fairly sure there's something off about that statement, given past experience. Sky, you can see the lying through the teeth of it. Okay. It does have pretty big teeth. <laughs> Yeah, you go ahead. Settle settle our tab and then go find us lodgings. We'll wait here. 
the, the Birdman carefully perches himself on the edge of the table, leans down and stares Kersey right in the face. Can, can I counter insight check, Scar? Technically, yes. Go for it. We are at inception levels of inception. That's a natural 20, so I guess Scott can... What are you trying to find out? To see if she's picked up on just what I've been saying. It's like, okay, she's on to me. Oh, yeah, she's on to you. Yeah, I don't think she's hiring Very well. Can I ask a question? Yep. Would I have picked up based on what they had with them um, the general proportion of melee to ranged um, weapons that are hanging on their persons? Um, just roll me a perception check. Uh, none of them necessarily conceal what they have, but you can sort of figure it out. Yeah. With a 20, um, Kosi definitely carries himself as a spellcaster. Um, Alistar has been explicitly mentioned as a bard, and I believe holds has a short sword, but seems to favor making lewd jokes, so make your assumptions there. Uh, also, uh, he you would notice a sort of a jagged bone uh, tucked into his, like a sash right. at his side. Yes. Um, a jagged bone that seems to be some sort of thrown weapon, weapon that you don't quite recognize. Um, Ragnar is definitively melee, um, as is Scott to the large extent. Yeah, no, she she's got a very large greatsword on her back. Yeah. The Kenku has a, a rapier and dagger, but also a short bow. Yeah. And a prominently displayed bag of ball bearings. <laughs> yes. Chinese. <laughs> so prominently displayed, prominently displayed, like, ball bag, yeah? Yes. You're hilarious, <laughs> Andy. Just trying to get a feel, and then also... Sorry. So, no, I will go up and, with a little look back, honestly settle the bill. <laughs> and then go to the outskirts of town to try and find a relatively nice-looking house. And I guess it doesn't really matter if there's anyone in it, this one. I make me an investigation. I think my mic's cutting out. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. We heard that. Yep. Okay, good. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't audible earlier. I was, I was trying to get across, sorry, that um, Alistar does have a rapier hanging at his side and a longsword okay. on his back. Yes. Well, Fina is just trying to get a feel for mm-hmm. what, if it turns yeah. dangerous, what it's going to look like tomorrow and whether she should go with a bow or a short sword or mm-hmm. run yeah, it. In terms of combat styles, I was giving you what you would have picked up with a 20, which yeah. is... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Alistar almost certainly favors his words as a weapon. Click-clack seems to have a prominent sword, but also a bow. Um, 
Scott and Ragnar definitely smashed things, and Carsey has some sort of thrown weapon and carries himself as a magic user. Some sort of thrown weapon and plenty of woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so with an eight, you can find a decently nice house. It's definitely occupied. Uh, so I'll knock and attempt to get them to come to the door. Oh, no. And murder them. And eat them. Um, yeah, a, a winter Aladrin will shortly enter the door um, with that sort of frosty-leaved pattern to her elven features. Yes. Greetings, friend. I bring news from the Feast Keeper. He would consider it a great honour if you were to vacate your premises for the evening. Make me a deception. Do I have my uh, the Tides of Chaos up, or did I still have that used from last time? I believe you would have access to it at this point. Huh. Okay. I will do that to gain advantage. Huh. So, deception is hard advantage. It's a 17. She seems to take you in and then... <clears throat> Gives a short nod. These are not the Feast Keeper's lands that he would do help well to remember. But we, he will depart by the turn of the next hour. Thank you so much. In fact, if you could report to his court, that would be most appreciated. We'll see about that. But she does seem to head back in. I'm just going to stand to the side and see if they leave or not. Uh, yeah, it takes about a half an hour, but she and uh, two others will eventually leave. Uh, all seeming to be winter at the moment. Um, and definitively a ladrum helps. Uh, mm. Which are the most common sort here. So I will close the door mostly, but like wedge it open so I don't have to try and unlock it. Okay. And then go go to retrieve the party. Alright. At this point, I probably would not have waited, and I will go, I don't know where I spent the last several nights, but I'll go to the same place. Yeah, you probably spent your nights uh, around the tents that form outside of the city each night. Um, if you aren't inclined to wait for the party's discussion of um, where they are sleeping. I'm not going to stay with complete strangers. <laughs> That's probably very smart. That sounds like stranger danger, but thanks. <laughs> yeah. Complete strangers who've been at, who were acting really weirdly about the concept <laughs> Yeah, and at least one of whom acts like they want to take all my money. So I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving. 
Yes. One of whom wants to take all of your money, one of whom doesn't seem to remember three minutes ago most of the time. Well, Fina displays an uncharacteristic amount of sense for this group. <laughs> that's how you know. Fantastic. I'm like, that's how so you know exciting. she's new. Yeah, I it's a good group. Yes. So, I was you Point return, was collect your party, all of you head out of the city for the night. Yep. I'm pausing to make sure that no one says, but I wanted to. Nope. <laughs> uh-huh. Nope. nope. But I wanted to assassinate one of the high fae. No. Go ahead and try. What are you wanting to do with that? <laughs> this is where I introduce my new character. No. Um. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be surprised given that you do that to John when John does things in Eberron. What? <laughs> I do what? You do the same thing in his game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I I mean, patterns are patterns. Sorry. We're a few weeks behind on releasing Ebron, but you might want to listen, because that, that's where shit it happens. Because that's where shit, shit goes down. Uh, Ragnar will take first watch. Mm. Well, okay. Other people. Uh, I'll take a last watch then. I'll take last watch as well. Alright. Good, somebody should watch that one. (laughs) Carsey can watch the surroundings. Scott watches Carsey. Zawin will take first with Alistar and um, what's her name? Uh, Lorette or Chloe? Chloe will take second with Chloe. I try and rotate these, but you you have amassed a large number of minions. Yes! Paladins of conquest need armies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, first walk, Dragnar, is there anything you want to do? Um... If Zawin seems open to conversation, he'll try and dialogue with her a little bit. Just kind of generalities. How she's doing. Anything she needs. Has she made any progress on this looking for people quest thing since we've been to the Feywild? But not pushing for details because she doesn't seem very forthcoming on those details. Um. She, she's not necessarily chatty or talkative, but she's well-spoken and will definitely respond when asked things. Um, she hasn't made much progress on looking for people. Uh, but then again, she hasn't encountered many people. Um, it's also harder to tell when you're not on the right plane. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'll get you back to the right plane as soon as we can. I mean, we're already 20% of the way there. goes away before I even reach it. (sighs) All right. 
And yep. Once it's once time is up, he will go wake up click clack. Alright. Anything click clack wants to do. Uh <laughs> click clack will spend most of the time sort of as per usual. Uh, uh keeping an eye out, but also using the opportunity to 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 get his exercise in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, practice his footwork. Um, fence with whatever whatever inanimate objects might be in the vicinity. So on and so forth. So are we all woken up by the sound of a crashing vase midway through the night? Um, fake being acrobatics. I mean, it's only about 75% showing off. Um, uh, acrobatics, acrobatics. 28. <laughs> no, if you want to keep everything silent, you do. Um, though, there's another role that might wake you up from the side of the crowd. <laughs> That's a decent roll. Uh, Steph, are you still there? Because chat. Um... Yeah. I'm yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, chat is distracting, and sometimes I get confused by it. Uh, yeah, Auntie, it seems like it's your internet, if anything. I can uh, leave the call and then come back if that helps. No, 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 you're fine. You're good. If okay. it's just me, it doesn't matter. Sorry, I didn't yeah. see that. And typically that would be on the person who can't see the cameras in, which time it's... I did not notice that. Take it off the whole... <laughs> it's all good. Go beat Skype with a wrench for a little bit. Um, yeah. <clears throat> click, click, you probably noticed during the course of the night um, Chloe trying some, some of her simpler spells... Uh, while while holding just very softly because people were sleeping, whistling her magic while holding a blade in one hand, because she no longer has a, enough hands to use her heart. Uh, yeah, so you see her trying stuff out. Okay. Um. Yeah, and the third watch rolls around. Darcy and Scott. So I'm trying to go through drawers and things for this house, but also attempting to stay away from Scar's notice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make me a stealth check and Scar make me a perception. Okay. But if she spots me, I'm not going to. Natural 20. Natural 1. So. My God. <laughs> Usually, you can choose to, like, hold off if someone's looking at you. But you assume that you are successfully stealthing, and you're, like, halfway through a drawer when, Scott, you just, like, look around the corner because you heard a clanging sound, and Carsey's ruffling, rifling through a drawer. 
Give me a second. I need to do a thing. Natural 20 versus natural 1 results in... Yeah. All right. That one on a wisdom save. Yes. This is the perfect con- convergence of, of, of roles. Oh, good. Okay, so what are you doing? Um, Scott's just going to uh, walk up behind him. Kind of peer over his shoulder. Find anything good? Good, good. I was looking for a blanket and cold. Yeah, sure. Burr. <laughs> yeah, you're a snake. You're, you know, usually cold. Yes. I would like a blanket. Yeah. Blanket's not gonna help. Blanket's no. <laughs> not gonna help. Cold blooded motherfucker. Um, thank you for saying it. I really, it was fighting to not say it. <laughs> I, I assume he would actually know that, but it's just like, oh, what can I say? <laughs> Blankets are still soft. Snake people may like having a blanket. Yep, maybe. Just not um, going to get them any warmer. <laughs> you know, if we didn't have to work with you, we probably wouldn't. I don't care if you're stealing from the house. Like, I don't even know who lives here. I don't even know how we got here. You found this place. Why did you wait till we were all here to try and steal from it, though? Well, I had assumed you'd be asleep, or at least not noticing. Yeah, I'm on watch. I mean... Hence, noticing things. I'm cold. Yeah, you can stop the lying. Again, you can stop the lying. Okay, fine. I won't do it. Like I said, I don't care if you steal from the place. Just, why did you wait till we were all here? Why didn't you try and steal from the place before you came back and got us? So it's all about the 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 hope to get getting stuff. That's what the fun is. So you like the thought of possibly getting caught and just hoping that you don't? No, not really. I mean, if I'm going to steal something, I'm going to make sure there's nobody around to notice me. So how about you turn around and I will give, I will give you some of what I find. Yeah, that's... I don't want your stolen goods. I mean, it's bad enough we're in a house that you probably stole for the night. <laughs> You didn't, like, think kill so highly the of my talents. Live here, right? You didn't like kill them. They're not like buried under the baseboards or anything, right? 
Well, it depends. Can you hear them? <laughs> Incessant baiting. <laughs> All of a sudden, click like just says nevermore for some reason. <laughs> I like the idea that 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 the house is been occupied. <laughs> I feel like that, that's the player who's like, can I roll a sleight of hand roll to steal this person's house? <laughs> and then you roll a nat 20, and yes, you yes. did. I no, mean, in the Feywild, wild, sure. It's a teeny tiny house. I disguise myself as a house, nat 20. <laughs> well, here's the problem. You're a house now, and you don't know how to turn back. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> See that happening. Anyway, um, you know, uh, I'm gonna go back to doing watch, and you you do whatever it is you're doing. I I can't. No, I'm done. And she'll just turn around and walk away. The second she's turned around, I'm going back to rifling and making a little bit more obvious that that's what I'm doing because now I've been caught and I don't care. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's um, only stealing so if people don't see it. Now it's looting. Work it out. But yeah. you find about maybe 20 gold, um, 8 silver... You find a golden locket that potentially has some value, and you find. Give me one second. Um, beyond that, the only other thing you would find that might be economically valuable is a diamond worth 300 gold. I will pocket everything except for five gold that I will attempt to reverse picket, pickpocket into Scar. It's pocket. Please say pocket at the end of that sentence. <laughs> Where are you trying to put this money in, into Scar's outfit? Because she has more than one pocket. Uh, anywhere that's easily accessible. Take that as you wish. And Scar, roll me perception with advantage because this is on your person and someone you already know steals. I love how with advantage I got two 17s. Um, yeah, you managed to just walk over and like sit down next to Scar and very quickly into a back pocket probably next to her coin purse or in her coin purse in one of my coin purses in one of them yes I don't know if she has multiple she has multiple okay All right, Scott, so Scott, Scott has a Liefeld number of coin purses oh no 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 um, no <laughs> can, can I also include something else in that role or would this be an additional try Depends on what it is. Uh, Ragnar's coin purse now empty. Um, you would have to make a separate roll because that is against Ragnar. Um, 
he's asleep, so it's going to be his passive. No, 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 this was, I think, the one that... I think this was the the one that Ragnar had put down for the thing, and Carsi stole. Yeah. And now it's empty from gold, so it's just the the purse with nothing in it. That Carsi still has. Can Carsi slip the... Can Carsi slip slip the coin pouch that they took earlier from Ragnar into Scar somewhere? Yes, you can slip an empty coin purse to Ska as well. In that same roll, or a new one? In that same roll. Okay, all good. So, yes, now you have Ragnar's purse. <laughs> okay. Yep. You have the empty coin purse that Ragnar left. Yep. Okay, I'll add that to my inventory. So now it looks like Ska stole it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. I didn't have it. <laughs> Doesn't look like I stole it, though. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And I assume watch continues in awkward Yeah, silence. watch continues. Eventually, you guys pack up and leave um, this house where you've sent the people off to their potential deaths. Um, Door open. Who cares? Yep. And you meet back up with Wolfina as the city opens for the day. <clears throat> Ragnar's wave. gonna wave and then see if he can pull her aside to ask her a question. Okay, easy enough. I had a bit of an inquiry um, and given that you're a lady of well, the type of talents that you have um, our friend Chloe there she's shy in arm <laughs> is that something that an individual of your persuasion might be able to do something about can I, I see the person uh, yeah you, you can see Chloe is it, from your medical training it's clearly a fairly recent wound um, but the large part of her arm is just gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so chomped off something like that. Ugh. So would it be safe to assume that the only thing that could even come close to doing anything about that would be greater <laughs> restoration, and then it probably wouldn't even would that be a safe assumption, or am I guessing? Let me check my character. Cleric spells. Um, but well, there's, yeah. I was going to say, regenerate yeah. is a seventh is, level. Right. So, generally, you know what spells you may later get access to. There yeah. is a seventh level spell called regenerate. Um, in terms of other things, I could have sworn that one of the restorations did. Um, Um, yeah, so there isn't there isn't necessarily anything yeah. you have current access to, but there is that spell at higher levels. 
Um, okay, okay. So I'll kind of think about it for a second. And then ask, um, is this someone who will be with your group for some time? I believe so, yes. Uh, like us, she's from... Well, she's... She's from the material plane, and uh, so she'll be sticking with us as long as it takes to get back there, I hope. There is nothing I can do right now, but I will be one day, and if you help me, I will promise to make it a thing that I will do, although it, it may take some time. Oh, that'll... At least be good news for her. It may be some time. Better, it be- is better than no hope at all. <laughs> Maybe if I'm returned, I, I can find someone, uh, someone who has been a servant of the goddess for longer than me, who may be able to help. No. Oh. Possible. Well, either way, I'd greatly appreciate it. Now, aside from getting back to the part of the universe that we're all a bit more familiar with, is there anything else you'll be needing along the way that we should know about ahead of time? My immediate needs, you mean, or? Or even, like, maybe in a couple weeks, or a month or so from now, or however long it takes, hmm? If we travel with each other for long enough, um, magic is expensive. So. Fair enough. Good to know. I, she kind of like, she's trying to be polite about it, and then she kind of like, leans forward a little bit. I will speak plainly with you. If your group has a propensity for getting themselves killed or seriously maimed and injured, it will be a more expensive thing to remedy than if I'm simply um, asking Rayla's blessing and aid on an basis, if you understand. If they you look like the sort that does not um, hesitate to run towards rather than away from danger, so it may be an expensive course. I do have some funds, which as I said, I am happy to use for the benefit of this group, given that you promised uh, my inclusion so that I can find a way home. But cut, um, cut to background shot of the two of them, like, 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 like it's framed with the two of them, like each other talking. And in the background, click clack is like walking across like the edge of a roof, like <laughs> on one foot, just hopping his way across. <laughs> because he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. Even a few episodes ago, I think that's fair. <laughs> Alistar is unassumedly walking directly underneath with no knowledge of what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) With his sword drawn for absolutely no reason. No reason at all. (laughs) Pointing straight in the air. And Carsey's just taking bets on this. And for some reason, Click Clack has a a giant rock that he's. How many more layers can we dig under yeah. this thing? All right. So, uh, 
comment the conversation had. Um, can I ask a question? I'm sorry, I keep asking yep. questions. Um, how do you run spell components like diamonds and gems in this game? Um, so typically, they're almost always purchasable, but you do tend to have to purchase them or okay. find them um, for, for things that are expensive and valuable. For something that's like 25 gold worth of something valuable to your patron for divination or whatever, that typically I consider okay. counted. Keep in mind, some but, spell components only have to be purchased once. Some have to be purchased every yeah. time. But for instance, the I was just double-checking. Revivify would cost me 300 mm -hmm. gold pieces, and yeah. I need an actual diamond. Like, yeah. Okay, so I'm assuming yeah. that I don't have that right now. Um, you, so you have your starting gold, which you could have used to purchase that if you wanted. Um, I don't know how much of that you used on other stuff. Uh, um, I haven't bought anything. Else. Okay. Yeah. So you absolutely could have purchased one of the diamonds with your starting gold, um, or okay. any other spell components from that. That's really, I try, I'm trying to be practical about yeah cost, but oh yeah that's true um yeah of course I, we don't I'm know i'm gonna say that i didn't do it yet because i need to figure right. this out but it would be help but that's that's what she's getting at she's thinking about spells like revivify mm -hmm. where it's gonna cost 300 rounds ago so please don't die You're right um, <laughs> yeah. yeah no uh, it's almost like there was one that was found by your rogue in the house uh, or Personally, I I really like the idea of one of us dying and like, quick, does somebody have a diamond worth 300 gold? <laughs> and Carsey looks around as if no idea whatsoever. <laughs> Is there a doctor in the except, house? Except you're not supposed to have it, right? We can't have all the things. <laughs> we, we just don't know that we have it. In terms of, yes, in terms of items you take into the arena, that would count as an item. But if he's suddenly, like, staring at his backpack, it's like, oh. Yeah. There is one in the house, it's just not in the arena. Yep. Yep. Cool deal. Thank you. Sure. Yep. Um, yeah. But any component that doesn't cost anything, you don't need because of your spell focus, but your spell component pouch could also have. Okay. I'm going to assume because I, I bought a component pouch that has stuff like incense and yeah, yeah. usually there'll be flavor stuff like you need a rock or a divining rod shaped twig and or the wing of a bat <laughs> what, what's the one for Mel's acid arrow it's like an adder's tongue or something what is it yeah like that. it's that something really motto. weird yep yeah, and that, that sort of stuff is covered by your component pouch or your spellcasting focus. Acid arrow, powdered rhubarb leaf, and an adder's stomach. <laughs> adder's stomach, yeah, I was going to say. It's like something really bizarre and out there. All right. Uh, but Ragnar will give, give her a nod. My brother's a wizard. I'm familiar with having mm -hmm. to make an investment in order to, to, to get what you're looking for. Um, Speaking of, both of you, given you're talking about this, can roll me an arcana check 
Um, okay. Hey, that's a natural one. Are you gonna roll? Come on, I clicked. Oh, okay, sorry. I have there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Never mind. A one and a two. A one and a two. Yeah. Um, but from walking around, you'd know that if you want to, you can absolutely buy any spell components you need in the city. Yeah. Now, today is is today when the group uh is compet competition is or the solos as well. Both will be beginning their actual thing today. Okay. So Ragnar's going to look around at everybody now and be like, "Well, we should probably get to where we're supposed to assemble." I'd like to be earlier in line today than I was yesterday if you take my meaning. Even though he's fairly convinced that he probably has no control over that, but he would like to. Yeah, we should go. So, you all head back to the arena uh, where a construct is checking people in and confirming who from the preliminaries would actually like to compete in the tournament proper, reminding people that now that it's the tournament proper, you can only either be on a team or be a solo. Um... And just so that I am absolutely certain, I'm going to read out who's where and last chance to correct you. Um, Click Clack is solo. Correct. Ragnar is solo. Correct. Alistar, Carsi, Scott, uh, um, Wolfina, and um, Sylvester, I believe? Yes. Yep. Are participating as a team. Um, and this is actually probably the first time you have encountered the army. Um, so as, as the group gets up there, um, you, you see four people headed up to the, one is Chloe, who Ragnar referenced earlier, who's, um, she's a red haired, um, woman with, one arm missing and a large uh, harp slung over her back that clearly would not be viable for her to play at the moment, um, as well as a staff. Um, I, she seems to be human. There's Laureate, who also seems to be human. Um, a woman with sort of... A, curly hair that comes out from her head and several small daggers on her belt and dark leather on her. And then there's two that walk together and seem to be whispering to each other. One, and where there's some level of robes, including a green cloak over top and hand wraps. Um, the other or where there's leathers and fur there's and hat is a unusual seemingly short sword of a bright color um, you might be able to tell it's silver um, on his back uh, the 
roguish looking woman will introduce herself as Laureate. Um, and Sylvester will introduce himself. He's the one who'll be competing with you. Happy to have you on the team. He sort of shrugs. It's here. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Someone collected an army and I had to explain them very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Yeah. But they are in the NPCs tab if you're trying to reference them. Yeah. So, with the true competition on the horizon and everyone locked into their spots, having successfully completed preliminaries where necessary, that is where we're going to end tonight. All right. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.